Hi, I'm Kaylee Moore. And I'm Emma Samasco. Welcome to Freelance Writing Coach, your go-to podcast for building a freelance writing business. In each 20-minute episode, we'll do a deep dive into one area of business with the hope that our insights as successful freelance writers will educate and inspire you. Why did you become a freelancer? Was it for freedom, flexibility, Probably not because you wanted to manage your own health insurance, taxes, and retirement. Did you know Catch can do all of that for you? Catch offers benefits and personal payroll for the self-employed. With Catch, you can shop for health insurance the same way you shop for a flight. Compare across carriers and find the best price. Catch makes it easy to renew your current plan, find a better one, or enroll for the first time. Even better, all plans are ACA compliant and Catch works on your behalf to get you tax credits that can save hundreds of dollars on your monthly premium. Open enrollment starts November 1st. Get organized for the year ahead. Get covered. Get Catch. Find the plan that's right for you at catch.co slash health. So for a really long time, I was very much anti-conference and anti-event because I find it very stressful to travel. And I think getting out of my routine is, it kind of throws me for a loop. And so I really avoided them for a long time. And it wasn't until the past year or so, post-pandemic, when travel became an option again, that I started to try to pivot my stance on that. And so I did a bunch of conferences in the first six months of this year. Some of them was I was doing like a keynote session or a breakout session. Some of them I was moderating a panel and it was great, but I still feel very on the fence about what I want to do with them moving forward. And if it, if it's something I want to continue to do regularly, because I got so burnt out from so much travel, I feel like it just totally depleted my personal battery. And it took me about two months to bounce back to be, to be totally candid So I want to hear from you, Emma. I want to talk about conferences first. What is your stance on going to conferences as a freelancer? So actually, my stance is like kind of specific, which is that I like to go to one per year. (laughs) Because, I mean, maybe more. I feel like in the past, I maybe would have gone to two or three, but I feel like I sort of like set aside this like education budget for doing the trip. And especially since I've had my son, like it's it's harder to travel without him. So yeah, I'm kind of like, I try and go to like one conference per year and, and except with the exception of local ones. And I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. So sometimes there will be ones that are local where I'm like, oh yeah, I should go to that. I have found that at the beginning of my career as a freelance writer and, and just as a marketer, conferences were incredibly valuable. I met tons of people that could potentially hire me or we could work together on something. I have spoken at, at, at a few. And now that I'm like a little bit more seasoned, I see them as kind of like an excuse and an opportunity to meet up with some people that, that are friends of mine. So like you and I, met up at a conference earlier this year, right? Like you were speaking at it. It wasn't that far away. And I actually like went and didn't buy a ticket, (laughs) which is like kind of where I am with conferences right now, because I find that the sessions themselves are like, I'm, I'm not getting anything out of it anymore. And I, when I say that, it's not that I want to tell people to be like me, because I think that I did 
in the past pay for tickets, get tons out of conferences. I'm just like at a point right now where like going and sitting through the the sessions and stuff is like more draining. I'm not like learning that much that I didn't already know. And that's not because I'm like at the top of my game and everything is like perfect. It's just, I feel like a lot of the conferences out there aren't really tailored to the kind of business that I'm running. So I find what's most helpful about the conferences is meeting other people, people like you, many of our other friends that do work like this and like sitting down with them and being like, how are you running your business? What are you finding? What are your clients asking for? I find that to be like the most valuable part of it. Yeah. You get that community aspect too, that we're missing, you know, 99% of the time working at home in front of our computers in our pajamas by ourselves. So it's good for that. Also, I think I'm with you. I am, I'm so bad, at least this phase in my life at being told to sit in a chair and like, listen to somebody talk for (laughs) any extended period of time. I'm so used to like getting up and moving around and, and switching from thing to thing that that just, is not appealing to me at this stage of my life. So I would much rather go sit by the pool. Like you said, go out to dinner with a group of people who are at the conference, maybe skip the conference sessions itself, maybe pop into a happy hour or something like that. But I don't want the formal structure of, okay, sit in this chair and let this person talk to talk at you basically for 30 to 60 minutes. That sounds terrible to me. And I'm saying that even as the person who's doing the talking (laughs) <laughs> and being in that person's shoes. Like it's, I, I see the looks on people's faces. I see their eyes glaze over. I see that they're like on their computers or looking at their phone. It's just, I don't feel like that's the format that's most useful and compelling and interesting. Yeah. Conducive yeah. to learning in our world where we're so used to like, oh, let me just Google that really quick. Or let me find a quick YouTube video. Nobody wants to be in a lecture style setting no one wants to opt into that. At least I don't. I don't want that. You feel like you wanted to when you were like greener in your career? Yeah. Early in my career, I was like so green, so hungry to learn. I I was like, let me be a sponge. Let me soak up everything that I can. I'll go to every conference. I'll take notes. And now maybe I'm just getting old and crabby where I'm like, I'll just... I don't know. I think it's (laughs) a bit of like where we are in our careers. Like I feel like we've sort of summited the mountain, so to speak, of doing the kind of work that we do. And so, yeah, like it can be difficult to sort of like sit there. And then we're also like just in charge of our own schedules. So there's that aspect to it. And then I think like the one thing with conferences is like they are extremely expensive. You know, yes. it's like there's like a $1,000, $2,000 ticket price plus, you know, the hotel that you're staying at is another grand or two plus the flights. And it's like, I feel like every time I go to a conference, it's like, you know, a three to $5,000 commitment and you have to be like really ready to get something out of it. And I actually think so like for listeners that don't know a few years ago, several years ago, it was probably three and a half years ago. Now, Kaylee and I hosted a retreat for women freelance writers, or actually it was for freelancers in general, right? Not just writers. And I think that part of the reason we did that, Kaylee, it was like as a response to like not wanting to go to a conference because the, and again, this is like some backstory on Kaylee and I, but we first met, we, we like knew each other from online and we were like, let's meet and let's like pick a conference to go to 
so that there's like some structure and we're just like, what if we hate each other? I mean, we didn't say that, right? But there was kind of like a, like, we should have some structure in what we do. There's a, like an organized hotel to stay in and all of that. And we went to the conference and you and I were both like, oh my gosh, the absolute best part of this conference was meeting each other. So like next time we should meet up and like forget the conference, which we did. We also ended up doing that of meeting up with no conference. And then we were like, well, maybe we should like provide an experience for people that is like an alternative to the a traditional big marketing conference, which we did. And I think, I mean, our retreat was like very successful. We're still in touch with the people that were part of it. It was great. Like, I think the only thing that that is difficult about it is it was so much work to put on, right? It was so much work to put on. And then COVID happened and like, we haven't, you know, we haven't picked up the ball with that or even discussed it, I think in part because of of how much work it was. But yeah, like, do you feel like that was like, we did that in sort of a response to like, these conferences aren't for us? I do. And I know that there are conferences who do something similar, like Cabo Press is where people go to Cabo San Lucas and hang out and like, they have discussions and panels and things like that, but they're all hosted in the pool at the resort oh that they all stay at, which is pretty cool. Okay. And we had sessions at our, at our things too, but they were, yes, we, did. It, we were sitting in a living room in a house and it was just very casual and like much more unstructured than if you were at a big venue and wearing a badge and um, sitting in an uncomfortable chair in a room with a hundred or 500 people. So it was a very different feeling. It was, it was much more conversational. It was like very low stakes, low pressure and more intimate too. So very different vibe. And I think that that was great. We had positive feedback from everybody who was like, Oh, this is, this is so good. This is what I needed. So yeah, we just kind of had to invent our own thing because we can find what we wanted. Yeah. And I think like in general, we can talk this episode, we've talked about conferences, but there's other kinds of events that you can go to that are like lower stakes, right? Like local events. I mean, where I live, there are a number of local events, although I don't know, like I still feel like I'm in this like COVID landscape a little bit where I'm like, I don't know, like what's going on and what's happening. And like at the very beginning of COVID, I had a kid. And so like that has changed my schedule and my ability to like just go out to some of these events. So, but there there are like other types of events that are out there, although, and many of them have pivoted digitally, which is like, or virtually rather, which I think is interesting because like I think virtual events are great because you can kind of, you obviously you can attend the sessions that you're interested from your computer from wherever is comfortable to you, but it's also hard, really hard to sit and stare at a computer all day. And what those, those virtual conferences kind of miss is like that social part that we, you and I got so much, so much out of. Yeah. And I would, I'm going to hop up on a pedestal just for a second here. I feel like my biggest complaint too with the types of conferences that are out there right now is that there's two main buckets that I see. Number one, it's like very male dominated speakers and like how to 10 extra revenue, like marketing centric hustle culture, like go for it. So there's that. And then there's the female branded conferences, which are very like follow your dreams and build a passion. I don't like that. I don't (laughs) want that. I don't identify with that. It, 
it, if anything, it makes me angry because I'm like, this language does not resonate with me. I don't like it. I don't, I want a middle ground where it's like, just give me some direct stuff without any special framing. Like just tell me, teach me something without the packaging of all of that. So that's my complaint too. I can't find an option that is kind of a nice middle ground between those two extremes. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, there are like, there are so many different events, conferences and stuff out there, but they're all targeted kind of to different groups, right? Like I know you have gone to many that focus in e-commerce where you'll speak about that subject in particular. And like, that's something that even though you and I do fairly similar work, like I don't really touch e-commerce in the same way. So like, those aren't things that I'm going to go and get that much out of, right? And then there are like marketing, like software marketing conferences and, or like even just software conferences. And they're like, which are huge. Yeah, they're huge. And like, they often those talks are not towards like a consultant. Like I went to Saster, which is like one of the biggest software conferences and like no one there could like understand like why I was there. (laughs) You know, like I explained what I did and that I helped software companies like write their websites and whatever. And they were like, oh yeah, yeah. Like our marketing team like does some of that, but they, they weren't like all of the talks and stuff were targeted to people that were uh, making much more, like I would say holistic decisions, not just kind of like, here's how we do case studies. It wasn't something like that. It was like, you know, here's this like picture of how we increase customer retention by like. 50 times by doing like these 25 things. Yeah. Super growth oriented. Yeah. And which is like, it's so important to those businesses, but it's not super. And it's like, I'm glad to know about the tactics and strategies that they're using, but it's not super relevant to me. Right. Um, Unless I'm like writing about that. But yeah, it's just like not super, super relevant because I'm not growing a software business. I mean, that's, that's the truth of it is that the, talks are targeted to software businesses. They're not targeted Mm -hmm. to a freelance writer. And it's not their job to target that to me. That's just sort of an observation. And same with like a lot of the marketing conferences, they're targeted to people who are in-house marketers. And then I think with the, the more like solo business owner thing, I think that's where you're getting, there's like that kind of male dominated 10 times your revenue. And then there's this sort of softer, like Live the business of your dreams. Yeah, like, build work. a passion-driven career. Yeah, right. Exactly. Wake up it's your, almost like MLM. Your inner, yeah, I just I don't I don't like that. And then the other thing is, so the, I've tried different conferences too. I've tried like different versions of those to see if that's a better fit. So like a creator economy oriented one still was more. I mean, it was so broad because that in, that can encompass YouTubers, it can encompass writers and freelancers and photographers and designers. That's a really broad scope, but I get it because you're trying to sell tickets and bring a mass audience in to get people in in the seats. Um, and then I also have found that like freelance writing oriented ones that can be all over as well because you get okay, is this for beginner freelance writers? Is this for people looking to scale up a team of subcontractors? It's it's often too beginner level for it to be relevant to what I'm looking for. So it's it's tough. There's I just don't feel like there's anything super on the market that's like, oh, wow, this is absolutely exactly what I need. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting like conundrum. I feel like I used to be like... <laughs> 
in general, like I used to try and go to many, many more events. And like when COVID happened, I haven't missed them as much as I thought. So I haven't like gotten back to it. And I think the the reason is because of something you mentioned at the very, very beginning of this episode, which was that you were so drained from all the traveling you did the first six months of this year and that it's taken you like two months to kind of like get back into the saddle. And that's like without the responsibility of, of you know, children that are that are missing you when you're gone and, and trying yeah. to manage that, right? Like, I mean, or like just trying to manage like the childcare while you're away and all of that. Yeah. Um, I So when I worked at an in-house job and there was an opportunity to go to a conference, I was like, yes, sign me up. I'm there. Number one, I don't have to pay for it. Number two, it gets me out of the office. I'll get to go network and talk to people and learn things. And now that I'm running my own business, I'm like, man, this is going to take me away from like billable time that it could be spent on client projects. It's going to be I have to be extroverted, which I can be, but I it's like a different mode for me to shift into and that takes a lot out on. of me. You have to be on. Yeah, you have yeah. to be on. And it's a whole other layer if I'm speaking or moderating because there's the anxiety that that comes with the build up to that oh, like yeah. don't mess this up and don't forget your questions and don't sound like an idiot and all of those things that go with that. So yeah, you think that it's just going to be easy breezy fine. But when things shift in that way, it becomes a different animal a little bit. And you have to understand how it's going to impact you and what it what it takes from you going to those things. Yeah, I think that's why I sort of like start with like, oh, I try and go to one of these things per year because... Wait, so, so how do you decide? How do you pick your one? Usually it just kind of comes up magically. Like I think you have maybe more opportunities for this coming your way based on like, again, like uh, so many of the opportunities that seem to have come your way uh, were e-commerce focused. I feel like for me, it's often like I'll have some some freelance friends who are like going to go to one or one comes up that looks really good to me. It's not It's not like set in stone that I'm like, oh, I only do one per year. It's just kind of like they they seem to kind of percolate to the surface. And that ends up being about what I do. But I think that I've gotten like very restrained in what I'm willing to do as I've gotten older. Like I'm like, I'm not, I don't want a kind of job when, where I'm traveling. Like I'm an anxious traveler. I, it's so sad. I used to travel the whole world. Like I lived in Asia and Europe did, and yeah. traveled all over. It was like so amazing. And now like, I just don't want to do it. Like my life. <laughs> I don't like, either. Yeah. Like my, my, I just, I really don't want to do it. So like my life is tiring. I, you know, I need time off. I thought about doing, you know, I do do some speaking gigs, although less since COVID I've done some virtual stuff. I did a few before COVID and it just, it just like knocked the wind out of me. I know in my twenties, I was like, yeah, let's go. And now I'm in my thirties and I'm like, mm, let's stay home. Yeah. I mean, again, I feel like what I get the most out of would be like if you and I decided and we do make sometimes make this decision of like, hey, like let's get together for a couple of days and co-work and maybe we'll record some of the podcast or uh, maybe we can, we can, you know, come up with like some other business thing that we want to do together or like let's just get together and like talk and like see what we're up to, right? Yeah. Um, it just much less overwhelming in that format. And I think, I think too, just kind of a closing thought here. We're not saying like, don't go to conferences. We're just saying like, 
it's it's more of an investment than just the money it costs to get there and to get the ticket and to find a place to stay. We've because been kind is, of negative about them, haven't we? We have. <laughs> We've been very like, no, no, we're like, we're, and this episode is like, Emma and Kaylee be very crotchety about conferences. <laughs> yeah. And what I actually think, and then like going back, I think that they are extremely valuable if you're just starting out. It's a worth going to one of these like big like content marketing world or inbound or one of these and and like seeing what people are talking about in the industry in the space, especially if you didn't work in the space before, right? Like I worked so going back and I and I, I'll finish on this is when I worked in house as a marketer, they would send me to all kinds of conferences, and so like I learned so much during that period of time from going to them. Um, and so when I started freelancing, I had all of this background knowledge. I had the background knowledge of what I learned when I was working in-house. And then I had the background knowledge of everything I'd learned at these conferences that my company had sent me to. But if I was just starting from scratch, like with a college degree or from another field, I wouldn't have that like foundation. And I think the educational opportunities that conferences can offer you when you're new are like second to none. And it's, it's worth it's, it. it it is, it is worth pursuing them. Yeah. I think my final note here is if you're going to go to conferences, I think a big part of it is make sure that you are mentally prepared to like go out and introduce yourself to people or to go to, if people are meeting up for lunch or they're going out for dinner as a group, like put yourself in those situations because that's where you get those one-to-one networking interactions. And that can be really, really intimidating. I remember Emma, that conference that you and I went to that first one together (laughs) in Austin, I stepped out of a session because there was a couple of people in the hallway that I wanted to introduce myself to that I knew from online. And it was so awkward. I was so nervous about it that I think I went up to them and like fumbled some words and sounded like an idiot. So maybe just like Mentally prepare yourself for for a little bit of awkwardness, but be willing to put yourself out there and, and go up and say, hey, it's me. Like, we know each other on Twitter. Or I followed you on, on whatever for a while now, and we've gone back and forth. And just realize that sometimes you're going to look like an asshole, and that's just part of it. Uh, <laughs> maybe not an asshole, but maybe you look a little silly. But yeah. everyone is usually in the same boat at these conferences, even the people who are like, fancy to you, right? Like they are, everyone has like traveled from far away from home. They're there to meet people and talk about work. And like, so if you go have those conversations, right? The worst case scenario is that you talk to someone who you were really interested in and you're like, oh, actually like they kind of suck, Uh, which I'm sure both you and I have had that happen to us in our careers, right? And that's okay too, that you move on, right? That's right. It's just one more thing. You just keep moving. Yep. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Freelance Writing Coach Podcast. If you want more tips, tricks, and resources for building your business, visit freelancewritingcoachpodcast.com.